presenting to you the interactive space for critical and objective open thinking with Martian UFO produced by Martian UFO Media the best podcast on air with your hearty host catch episodes weekly on Apple and Spotify podcasts What's good? Hello, and welcome to Floating in Space with Martian UFO. Salute to all the brothers out here in the manosphere, where we like to talk about male-centric issues and come on topics from a male perspective. Um, the topic for today is back in the day with Martian UFO, dating then versus dating now. <clears throat> of course, I'm going to relate it to my own experiences, my own story, talk about my first dating experiences in grade school and related to what dating is like now and then explain why dating in our modern day period right now is not a good idea for men, for young men, for men of all ages, why men need to save their money, save their health, their minds, and pursue themselves first. Um, Let's talk about it. First of all, it's uh, Tuesday, February 2nd. Time is 7:10 p.m. It was pretty nice today, a nice day for weather. And uh, let me say, there are a lot of crazy things happening this month. Um, the continued amplified effect of Clubhouse has been going very well. I read today that there was about 5.6 million people uh, signed up for the app now. So. A lot of good conversations happening, a lot of positivity and good vibes happening there, which we will still find here, of course, and we will try and inject humor and all these things into the conversation. But yeah, let me get into it. Dating back in the day, and uh, shout out to the new listeners, anybody listening um, in North America, Canada, US, everybody listening in Europe, Africa, all the countries around the world. We love to be in an inter- international show here, sorry. Love to be an international show for the listeners. And we got some some great surprises coming up for everybody as my cat comes in and out of the feed here. But <clears throat> let's talk. Um, dating back in the day, as far back as I can remember, I can remember my first dating experience, actually. The, not, okay, I can't say the first girlfriend I ever had. The first girlfriend I ever had probably doesn't count, but it was in grade three or four when I was living in Winnipeg. Um, This relationship probably started in grade seven. Grade seven, my first actual official um, dating and grade school girlfriend. And let me explain and break it down how this um, worked out and happened because it's gonna be important to see how the dynamics of men and women and dating and courtship and all these kinds of things kind of ties in together now. Back then, we had things like love and romance and uh, what's the word? Chivalry. Yeah, we had those things. These days, no, you, I mean, there's no more. Romance is dead, love is dead. We <clears throat> believe that chivalry is pretty much gone. 
and all these things are a thing of the past because now the dating experience is going onto your phone, scrolling on Tinder, plenty of bees, um, on uh, what else is there? Badoo, um, Bumble, <laughs> all these dating apps, and you can pretty much be in a new relationship every single month. Some people are. You see people getting into relationships and they're dating for six months, four months, and they're engaged and married in the same year. <clears throat> you know, what we're living through right now, this COVID slowdown, the Great Reset was probably good because the governments knew that a lot of people are looking to get married out here right now and it's um, not a good time for, <laughs> for couples to get together. It's a good time for people to focus on themselves and their finances and the mental health and all of these things, especially for men. Um, the story, the story of the story. I was in grade seven, middle school, living here in Grand Medicine Hat, of course. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I was new, new to the school, new to the city. I'm pretty sure it was my first week of school. And I came in uh, to this first grade seven class. And I think this is back in the time where we had homerooms and stuff like that. So you were in your first classroom with all the same people for a while, can't remember how long. And you would sit and talk to people. I didn't talk to anybody because I didn't know anybody, right? <clears throat> I sat there in um, cheap ass clothes from Giant Tiger. I remember all this shit for real. I was wearing Airwalk shoes. <laughs> I was wearing Airwalk shoes and wearing um, an all uh, the same color jumpsuit from from Giant Tiger, for real. <clears throat> and this girl comes up to me, and and the attractive girl, not a bad looking girl at that time, um, starts talking to me. And I think can't remember if I was I might I probably had like the shy thing, the anxiety. I probably didn't talk too much, and is asking me. Um, if I'm interested in one of her friends, a different girl that sits in the class, this, uh, you know, both of them are white girls, you know, and it goes into the snow bunnies back then. Um, girl had blonde hair, short, uh, cut like to her shoulder or something like that. <coughs> she was cute at the time. And they see, this is my perception, see, because I came in at this time, you know, not a lot of experience with girls, of course, in grade seven and not too many black guys in the school. I think I was one of like maybe four or five and girls are interested. These girls and every, everybody knows about dating, knows about all uh, different kinds of things that I did not know about at that time. I was just experiencing it. The city that I'd grown up in before uh, was much smaller. Brooks, some people might know where that is. A very, very small little town. Um, not many things to learn about at this time back then. I think this was 2006 for real like <clears throat> about 14 years ago, right? 14 or 15 now. <clears throat> and um, me with my limited knowledge and my perception of, of where I was on the totem pole versus where these people were and how they were um, presenting themselves and, and, and whatnot, I was very interested, right? I said, yes, of course, I'm interested in your friend. And... <laughs> Imagine that the ridiculousness of having a friend come and ask you if you're interested in dating their friend. Um, 
you and her have barely spoken, but now you're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. And the first time that you speak is when you're really ironing down the details, I guess, and getting to know this person. But at this point, there's no no such things like uh, you driving. You know, you guys are taking the bus. You live in complete different neighborhoods. And I was, uh, you know, I mean, at this time, I was broke, poor. <laughs> you know, um, in terms of finances, <coughs> my family didn't have the bag like that. I'm sure most people's families didn't have the bag like that back then, but shit was pretty cheap. Anyways, um, that was the experience of my first girlfriend ever, I guess, in grade school. I don't think it lasted too long, obviously, because if I'm shy and she's shy, um, I'm pretty sure I had a friend go and tell her that I didn't want to date anymore. So we, we had we had our little agents going in between passing uh, communication for us, but when we spoke, in person, it wasn't too bad. I remember things like my first kiss, holding hands, walking through the hallways, all this kind of shit. People looking at you, oh, look at these people. <clears throat> and you thought that these relationships were going to last forever. Even I thought that, I mean, I didn't think shit. I just was experiencing it and learning. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, new experiences for me. What was also a new experience was school dances. School dances were also a different dynamic because um, <laughs> they take boys and girls, put them in a dark gym, play all kinds of, uh, I mean, what, what music was playing at this time? I'm trying to remember some of these, um, oh, some of these acts. I mean, a lot of pop music, we listen to pop music at that time. Um, I can't even remember the, the artists, the songs, because I don't listen to that shit now, definitely not. Um, but yes, at this time, putting boys and girls, no alcohol um, or anything of that sort, but pre-COVID, pre-all this craziness, um, I remember when I and my friends would show up, me and my um, pretty sure three or four black friends would be at the school with a bunch of other people and all this kind of stuff, watching people dance and all that kind of stuff. And the whole night, the whole um, objective, your whole purpose of even going there or even being interested in showing up was that you knew that you might, you might, might, might have the opportunity of, of dancing with maybe two, three, four girls. <clears throat> no, <laughs> maybe if you were lucky, one of these girls might give you their number and you guys might start talking on, uh, that link Facebook was out at that time, you know, you might text, it might be texting. I didn't have a phone, so I wasn't getting any numbers. Um, and just that, that whole dynamic, I mean, in comparison to now, when you look at dating now, now, like I said, right, you scroll, you go on all kinds of different dating apps. They got dating on Facebook, they got it on IG, and the, the element has changed because before things like love and romance and, and waiting before you could do certain things with the girl and um, courtship, meeting her parents and everything like that, these things were, were all elements of dating. Nowadays, you don't meet the family. You don't meet the parents. These relationships are short. You're in and out of love in a couple of months and you're just cycling through people. And it costs a lot more. Now people are driving. Now you got guys that will drive, you know, hours for, for a girl, long, long distance relationships where <clears throat> we know um, based on statistics and 
all different kinds of effery and whatnot that's happening these days. Um, people cheat on each other. Most women are cheating more than men, <laughs> cheating on their boyfriends, cheating on guys that live hours away that are calling them and, and texting them, talking to them on FaceTime and Zoom. And, you know, we know what's happening there. But now versus back then, if you don't have things like a car, a job, um, if you don't have some type of value out here that you can bring to these women because <clears throat> they, ho they hold the leverage, they hold the power, gentlemen. Um, they um, are at bat a lot more than guys are and they hit a lot more than guys do. That's a fact. The girl hits 10 times more than, than the guy does. And that's because there's a bunch of simps and beta males out here that are throwing themselves at women on social media and dating apps. Um, you know, a girl posts a picture of her ass, you can get 100 likes versus a guy posting a picture of his abs. He might get 50, 40, maybe less. Anyways, the point is dating, the disparity of dating now isn't the same um, for, for men and women back then. It was kind of fair. There was there was an element of uh, I don't I don't know for lack of a better term fun. You know it was fun to have your your first of everything and all this cuteness, holding hands and all this kind of stuff. That stuff does not exist now. Now, if she's tired of you, she can throw you out and be <laughs> be with the next guy tomorrow. And then same day, some of them, you know, <clears throat> and uh, they have the power to literally cycle through men and have you spending your money just so you can get one opportunity, one chance to maybe take them out and, and all this kind of stuff. I remember, um, you know, I'm not going to lie to people, being a young man, 25 year old, one of the uh, young bucks out here. I've done some of these things when I was younger, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You don't learn for a while. Um, apparently, we don't develop our full brains, us men, until this age. And then we start making good decisions, hopefully. So, you know, I remember, yes, I was driving a couple hours for, for a girl, a couple hours to try and get some uh, peace leaf, as Coach Greg Adams calls it. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. And uh, <clears throat> doing things like, you know, paying, paying all kinds of money to take a girl out and, and maybe, you know, hoping, using that hopemism, hoping that she would, you know, give it up on the first date and all that kind of stuff dating and getting my heart broken, being cheated on, you know, and now, um, the times that I remember or that I know that like, I still need to be ingesting some of the red pill information and doing some of this <clears throat> deep study is when I find myself still paying money. I mean, it's not too long ago, I was paying like 80, $90 to take those out and I mean, you may or may not be hidden, but God damn, I mean, that money, um, when you see it gone, you, it floats away and you get your uh, post-nut clarity comes back to you. Think about the money that you spent, all the time that you spent with these women and how now, nowadays, it's not even the same, um, it's not the same game for you as a man versus how it is for a woman. Now, these days, a woman can be in her spot she can advertise on social media, put up all her pictures, and have all the guys coming like thirsty dogs. And 
have a guy in and out within an hour, be done, and then get back to your stuff, take care of your business, do all this kind of stuff. But a guy who wants to have women at his place, if you don't even have your place, don't have a car, don't have a job, don't even try it, right? These days, if you're not a certain height, if you don't make a certain amount of money, all these different factors were non-existent before, back in the day. You didn't have to have all these different things before. A girl might, before dating apps and social media really came into full effect, a girl might give you a chance based on who you were as a person, just an average guy. Nowadays, you gotta have value. You gotta be bringing something, <laughs> as they say, bring something to the table. And um, <clears throat> yeah, we know, look at the stats. Um, 80% of women are, are going after 20% of the men, 20% of the top high value men. The rest of the guys, 80% of them, they're not getting shit unless they're getting the average women, the fours, the fives, threes, you know, some of them getting fives and sixes. Um, but the point is that to date today costs a lot more for a man. Um, costs a lot less for a woman. I mean, she's getting free dates. She can get flown out to all different sunspots, Vegas and the Caribbean, Mexico, all this kind of stuff for free. Have old guys pay to, to send her to all different kinds of countries, pay for their uh, rent and buy them this and that. And you try and do that as a guy. You try and do that as a guy. Try and live that life and, and see how many women come to the door to be paying for you and be sending you places and lining up at the door. Not even the top quality men have it like that. Not even the best looking men um, have women paying for them and all that kind of stuff. The highest earning women, the women that make the most money will never, these days they will not date a broke guy. Back then, money didn't matter, right? It was all about love, love and romance. <clears throat> not no more. So my advice, my information for men these days, even if you have money, even if you have the time, what else could you be doing? What, you know, what could you be pursuing? What businesses could you be um, developing and growing? What networking could you be doing? Um, and, and the studying and learning that you could be doing about yourself and just doing different courses and trying to add to yourself as a person so that maybe one day you can have the same kind of uh, perceived value as these women. You can have the pick, I guess, basically of whatever kind of women you choose because most men don't have to uh, picks like that. Unless you come with that bag, you, no, you, you ain't got it like that. So a lot of men on dating apps are getting bamboozled. <clears throat> they believe that these women are out here only talking to a few guys that, you know, um, that they're looking, um, every almost every single Tinder profile, I'm not really on Tinder anymore, but Tinder they say, oh, I'm not looking for a hookup. You know, I'm looking to date seriously. I'm looking for a guy to treat me right and to love me and all this kind of stuff. And they got two, three kids by different men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got two, three baby daddies. They got two kids in the picture and they want you to treat them like they're the nine, ten. Um, they want you to pay for them. They want you to cover everything and, and, and bring that value. Um, and they believe that you'll stick around and you'll marry them and you'll give them the life. Men don't. If you're a young man right now, Pursue yourself, pursue high value, um, and make yourself the best possible man that you can be because we know now, you're starting to understand that dating, the disparity of dating, girls have it way better right now. You know, men have it better on the back end. Men have it better 
um, after 35, after we actually start to be successful and start to make a little money, if we've made the right decisions and taken care of our bodies. Um, you know, it's a shame for me. Like, I, you know, I sit sometimes and I think about the times that I spent, you know, I, I planned trips and I spent all kinds of money. I drove to places like Calgary and Edmonton to see women. And, you know, <clears throat> even if the trips were good, even when the experiences were good and I had the best time with women and, um, you know, I, I, I had a couple pieces of peace sleep and all this kind of stuff. I come back and I spent all this money, all this time, you know, the times that I think about, oh, shit, you know, I'm late on life, all that kind of stuff. That's probably because I was spending a lot of time with women, too much time. Women who, where are they now? What kind of value are they giving me now? Do you think they give a fuck about me now during this time? Um, everybody's pursuing themselves, pursuing high value. Women are the first ones that will tell you that they're not going to waste no time for some broke nigga. <laughs> These men ain't shit. These men are dogs. These men are trash. These men are that. Right? The simps on OnlyFans paying, paying, breaking the bank for OnlyFans, paying for Tinder Gold and Tinder Platinum so they can talk to girls who don't give a fuck about them. That's the sense that I'm talking about. And, um, <clears throat> you know, that's not no hate. That's not negative energy. That's just trying to give a wake-up call to men, to young men, all the simps out here, <clears throat> to realize the, 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 uh, what is it? What is it? The, the hack, the, um, the complete lie and myth that is the dating, um, of the modern day age today, the dating of the millennia age. You know, dating today is an arrangement. It's a contract agreement. If you guys can agree to certain terms together, if she wants to run on your program, that's great. But if you find yourself, you know, and you're always paying for paying for dates, paying to take women out, you know, women are wasting your time, all this kind of stuff. Um, you're gonna understand why real quick because she has all the time in the world. She has all the guys in the world coming around, giving her all their time. They ain't got nothing better to do but talk to her, right? And, um, yeah, you know, I hope people found that informational, humorous. I wanted to hammer on some points a little bit and kind of give people, you know, a bit of my experience and uh, <clears throat> just talk about that disparity because, you know, 2021 right now, people think this great reset that we're gonna be heading back into normalcy anytime soon, that we're gonna, the clubs are gonna open, you know, what, so girls can go back and, and um, play guys for, for drinks and all this kind of shit. Not, not anymore. You know, the clubs that are even able to afford being open in a year or two from now, um, the dating experience, the club experience, everything is gonna be different. And guys are gonna be woken up. Guys who have taken the Crimson Capsule will be listening. And they'll know the game now. They'll know, um, a 304 when, when you see her walking up asking for drinks and all this kind of stuff I and mean, she's not ready to give you shit at the end of the night anyways guys that's uh dating then versus dating now shout out to all the listeners shout out to the blueness and blue listeners um i'm gonna be back soon with another episode i have much things to cover many things to cover here and uh, many things are happening in the world today so <clears throat> we got a first study and read up on them, and then we come back and give the information from the male-centric perspective. This is Martian UFO on Floating in Space, produced by Martian UFO Media, the best podcast with the best media company out of Alberta. Yeah, guys, enjoy your evening, and uh, take care of yourselves, take care of your minds. Always remember, have that positive mindset. Uh, maintain 
that high value about yourself and um, we're gonna be all right out here. Take care.